The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code WMVP. Tune in every Friday for the official Waddle and Sylvie same game parlay on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 years or older, Illinois only. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Waddle and Sylvie are here for Crosstalk. It's brought to you by Club Hawthorne. Win 400 bucks in the NCAA tournament bets. In tournament bets, excuse me, and Kentucky Derby bets while enjoying $4 Sam Adams. Details can be found at HawthorneBettingBars.com. That's HawthorneBettingBars.com. What up, boys? What's yeah. going on? Bulls or NFL? What do you guys want to start with? Either one. You tell me. Sylvie and I were just talking off the air, and it was something I was reiterating on the air. He was the at air. the Bulls game yesterday. I know he was. It was my first of the year. And last? Um, Mar- yeah, yeah. Pro- yeah. Probably. Oh, probably. March, yeah. what, what day is today? March, March 5th. 5th. Well, yesterday was the fifth. The fifth. On uh, March fifth was was my first Bulls game. Wow. When when does that ever happen? Never. Apathy. And I'm telling you, like I was just saying this on the air, and Sylvie and I were talking about it off the air. Like it's another. You know, we always say, man, they could have had SGA. They drafted Wendell, and then they traded Wendell, and you know, he's he's fine. He'd much rather have SGA. Yeah. You could have drafted Halliburton. Yeah. And some people thought the Bulls liked Halliburton. Where did he go? 13? 12. 12? Okay. And you drafted Patrick Williams instead. Now, again, I'm, I still hold out a little hope. I'd like to see him at the end of a game when you're down three or when you're trying to defend the Raptors or many other scenarios. Billy? Yeah. Anybody I'm, home? I'd like to see him a little he's bit. He's got to stick a gum for you, though. He does. He's got more than one. Well, yeah. yeah Listen, I don't I'm, know how good Bill, of a coach Billy is. He's not high on my list of things that I'm most... Disgusted Tommy, by I agree, that team, but still, but, like, you know, but he's not without. Come on, blame. man! I'm telling you, Carm. We talked about it. The, the lineup that they had on the floor at the end of the Raptors game—they yes. couldn't get a rebound. And Patrick were, Williams is sitting on the end of the bench. Yeah, everyone's six foot three and, and shorter. Like I, so six it's four, fr- like at the very least, he's maybe your future. Play him. Yes. There was a there was a play yesterday where Patrick Williams aggressively took the ball to the hoop, and I'm like. Ooh, I know. That's a play that it's like the good golf shot that keeps you coming back uh, for more. You're right. And then there are multiple plays. There was an offensive foul, and there were, there were a couple of then tippy toe plays where he's he's not as you're aggressive. Right. I know. And he's still very young. And and you say, Well, I want more of that. And it, then it you just like, want them to develop. It him. looks like never met him. It looks though from a distance, so he's that's his personality. It he's does, more kinda. passive than yeah. he is. Aggressive and assertive. You've got to get some dog and, in you, man. Yeah. You know, like let's I mean, go. It's hard. You're 20, 21 years old, and you've got Vooch, Zach, and Demar on the uh, floor. Yeah, I, I mean, those three three guys are going to get their shots before you, unless you're right, unless you assert yourself. Just God no, knows, knows they're not going to defend. <laughs> no. And Halliburton looks like he might By be the a way, star. What I mean, is just... it with this crap that since January first, the Bulls are the number one ranked defense in the NBA? That was the stat prior to like the last game or two. Like, that's going to be the most misleading wow. stat in all of sports. Is it because they're playing slower and they're and the other team isn't scoring a lot? Yeah, of like points? What, what metric are we talking know. about? Just number one in know. total points against or points per game against? I wonder. Tyler, I'm gonna put you on that uh, research uh, investigation. Yeah, I would not have pegged the Bulls as what being the NBA's best defense since Jan one. Hey, what other metric is? I don't know. Should look at like shot percentage, like a, a per hundred possessions, yeah. and like you know, look at the efficiency metrics. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? I the Bulls were the number one ranked defense the, starting the, January 1st? Yeah, but, like, use your eyes. That's, no, I, I know, was going to just well, say that, Tyler. The eye test doesn't that, tell me that's that. That's my no, point. I'm, I'm shocked to hear that. That's, that's what I'm saying. But point. I'd like I to know, know which what the metric, metric it is. Yeah. yeah. I'm sort of surprised Some, to hear It's that. witchcraft. So remember where um, the, the Patrick Beverly effect was... was 
wowing people. It was there. Who are those people? They for, were for four for six quarters. The, short the, pop. Short pop. I well, well remember our buddy uh, Jeff Bruso was saying that, and I go, you know who Patrick Beverly is? He's Elvis Andrews. I'm like, even the White Sox got a little bump from Elvis Andrews. It may even be Larry Garcia. And, and well, and the White Sox, the White Sox still were the White Sox after right. they got Elvis right. Andrews. Yeah, absolutely. They, and think about it: in the last three Bulls games, it they nearly blew the game against Detroit, one of the worst teams in yes. the league. And they needed a, a Chris Webber timeout. Yes. To save them, to get a win there. The the game against Phoenix, they were yep. outclassed. Totally. And then well, against the Pacers, you, you, like another reason, maddening loss to the Pacers. It's a reason why the they're, three. they're two games back of the fifth worst record in all the yeah. NBA, which is where if you truly are a Bulls fan, I'm not saying you go out there and you, you boo when they make shots and you cheer when they miss shots. But the truth is, is the only path out of this is potentially a lottery home run. It's luck. You got to get a lot lucky here. You got to get in the top. You got to get a lot lucky. Yeah, not a little. They're going to have to get a lot lucky. The odds are going to be against them keeping that pick. Maybe they do get lucky. Maybe they trade Zach in the offseason and get some picks. Uh, they, there's no real easy path right now, and there's no easy path for a lot of teams in the NBA that are constantly looking for. Those truly elite, great players, or at least that singularly great player, and they just don't have anything close to it. They don't. I would say to you, statistically, the odds of them, I think the odds of of the the first scenario, finishing with the fifth worst record and having a 42% chance of keeping your pick and drafting first overall, there's a better likelihood percentage-wise that that will happen versus they're going to be able to find their way out without that. They are so far from being like a true championship team. What's concerning, in a sense, is that they might miss the playoffs with the talent that they do have. That something's not right there. With, with, with ten, they may miss the play-in when it's ten. Well, that, that play-in, you're right, Sylvie. I mean, to, yeah, yeah. That ten of that them 10, get in like that, and, and like and, they didn't tank. They're not actively tanking. And that that team That's bad. They stood packed into the ten. They could have. Sh- they could have sold off and that, and at you, the trade deadline, and they said, "Nope, uh, uh-uh. uh, we're trying. We're trying. We're trying to make the ten, and we still yeah. may. And when one of the teams, Brooklyn, still blew it up, yeah. And you can't put all of that just on the Lonzo effect or lack yeah. thereof. You can't. And so you do have to wonder. Like whether it's Billy, whether it whatever, what is it right it's all now? The above. Yeah, a little bit of all the above. Like, you've got DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine. Not that, again, you're but nothing close bring to Vooch, being competitive. They want to bring Vooch like, back. That's I what know. I mean. Like, why? I, I, why? Like, what why, are you what, thinking? What, what? Like, what's... You they, might miss the play-in tournament, and you want to bring Vooch back? Like, why? What are you evaluating? What are you seeing that we're not? I'd love for them to answer that. Like, wait. You, you, you have Zach, Vooch, and, and DeMar... And you might not be one of the ten best teams in the Eastern Conference, and you're going to make the argument for bringing them back. I don't get it. That's that's poo. I, how? That's poo. That's poo. And then you can't just say, "Well, Alonzo's going to be back." First of all, we don't even no, know. I, I wouldn't put you my money on that. You can't just say, "Well, Alonzo's going to be back, in and everything will be fine." Didn't I Joe Cali report that there's there's nerve injury or there's nerve damage? I thought Joe Cali was the one that reported some of that. I don't know, man. Like if it's as bad as the, I don't know. I, but I'm just saying, like I. I don't know what their vision is. I don't know what they're seeing or why we could be so far off. Like, you're not even close to being a real contender because you don't have a, a singularly great player. 
And but you got this collection of like pretty good players, and you're still not good enough to be in the top ten. What does that say about this coaching staff right now? About these players? I mean, the whole thing—it's it's a bad look. I'm sorry. By the way, I got uh, some news for the union steward of the group here, uh, Mr. Yurkovich. Uh, I went yesterday, and they're on strike. Mm. I don't know if you know this. The uh, concessions, right? the concession workers are on strike. Do you need, do we have full con- do you have full disclosure here? Full disclosure. What? Full disclosure. What do you mean by that? Is Ellie a part of that union? That's what I'm asking. Uh, she's not working there right now. Okay, so, she's not there. Was she ever a part of that union? Uh, I don't believe the uh, sweet workers are included there. I no, I, I don't, don't believe they're a, they're a union shop. Okay, she works right for Levy, that. but I don't believe the the okay. the, the sweet workers right. are. Full disclosure doesn't full need disclosure. to be necessary. Okay, Go I didn't know no. where you were going. Yeah. So anyway, the lines <laughs> the good power play by the union. And yeah. the lines were super long yesterday. Oh, yeah. I could tell you firsthand being at the you United there. Center. Haven't you seen a power United. play like that at the United oh, Center. Hey, hey, that's what you hockey show. To get a little background in this, uh, three years they've been negotiating a contract. Three years they've been working without a contract. Just so we have a crystal clear understanding of what thanks, we're talking about. Thanks, Go ahead. So they did this right in advance. Of the Big Ten tournament, right. absolutely smart. Right. You want a little, you want a little you taste of what it could look like yeah. when all these teams come to town, and you, it's not just bit. one game; it's multiple games, but multiple sessions. You can't have part of it. You got to have everybody walk. You're either all together, or you're all apart. Well, I think yeah. can't be. No, no, no. That's 100 percent true. Some crossing, you mean? Yeah, that's what you got to be careful with. There were yes. a lot of picketers outside. I saw the highlights mm-hmm. on the news. Or I saw the the a news footage. Picketers. I yeah. told Braxy, no ice cream. Why is I the, said, the lines were too right. long? What's the difference between the Levy contracts with the United Center compared to the Levy contracts with the other venues in town? Why do the other venues have pensions, and why do they have other things? What is the answer to that? Well, that's what I'm asking. I'm asking what it is. That's what they're going for. They want a pension. Yes. And they don't have it at the United States. Do they work at all three venues where Levy operates? I can't can't answer that question. I wonder. I mean, Allie used to when she worked for Levy, right? She worked at... Well, she just did soldier in in soldiers a different, but that's uh, different. That's, that's a different uh, uh, employer. That's a city thing. Okay, yeah. so what's no, the, it's not a city. It, it, is it it's, a park district thing? No, it's. Uh, I'm trying to think the uh, the uh, employer. Aramac. It's Aramark, I believe. Aramac. You are you are right. So it's Levy, UC, Cell, uh, and Wrigley. Okay. I believe so. Yes. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I saw. Well, that's intriguing. Yeah, I mean that's great, but you're either all in, or you're all, you're not. Either you're 100 percent ready to rock. With each other, or you're not. If you got no, so it's people, half pregnant, right? Good kid. It. That's yeah. right. Half pregnant. That's, that's right. 100%. That's right. If you're going to walk, you all walk. Big news uh, today. Y'all pick it. Uh, out of the NFL about Orlando Brown. They're not going to tag him for a second time, and I but see why. But they're meeting today. So they still might keep him? That's what you're going to ever wondering. Like, would they, could they know. still keep him? They this, tagged yeah. him last year, They right? tagged him last yeah. year, they're not tagging him again. And, and I, think, I get it. I think if you're him, you're like, hey, listen, uh, I've contributed quite a bit. I want a long-term contract. Yeah. Or cut me loose and let me and go, I'll go. And I'll shop myself. Yeah. I find it hard to believe that they would let him go without trying to sign him to a long-term okay. deal. Well, I think uh, Meller sent us something. Meller, was that from Breer? That they want a long-term solution at left tackle, whether that's him or somebody else. I don't think they want to play the year-to-year uh, thing I, either. When I had Patrick Mahomes, I wouldn't. No, I'd yeah, want so, a long-term answer. So yeah. I, this is uh, – the, they didn't want to go down the tag route again 
and, and they want to meet with him. They want to see if they could hammer that out. And if it's not with him, it, they want to find a, okay. a solution there, too. And well, we'll find out. Ryan Poles was a part of that restructuring of the line. And we'll find out if, he's, if he really likes him or not. I mean, I'd rather overpay for Orlando Brown than, Mike than, than a McGlinchey or one of the two other right tackles out there on the market who have some flaws. There are two guys who are good in the run who aren't good pass protectors, McGlinchey being one of them. And then I think the, the Jacksonville right tackle yeah. is better at pass pro yeah. but isn't a good run blocker. I'd rather, I'd rather overpay for Orlando Brown, go with Braxton Jones at right tackle, yeah. and then continue to build my line. Uh, then, through the draft, then you got a young, you know, line with some yeah. interesting pieces on it. You're right, and you will overpay. You always do in free agency. Well, you're but also okay. going to draft a kid. Like Probably. even if you draft, I like what Johnny says. You draft tackles, kick them into to guard, yep. and then you have a free agent left tackle. You have Braxton Jones on your right side. And you probably draft a guy, and you've got Tevin Jenkins. Hopefully, he can stay healthy. And now you've completely rebuilt your offensive line. Which so, is, uh, yeah. But you'd rather, like in free agency, would you rather overpay a mid-level player, no, or would you rather, rather play a really, really, top really top-level left tackle? Yeah, yeah. I, I I'd do. probably rather bank on Orlando Brown's like legit in the early season struggles, were maybe a product of holding, not signing his tag, and right. getting to camp late. You know, the I, second I, half I, metrics were fantastic. They were, and Yurko loved what he saw in the Super Bowl. So I'd rather bank on that and know, okay, it's going to cost me twenty four million a year, and I might overpay a little, as but, opposed to McGlinch. But I'd rather bank on that than McGlinch, yeah. who's older and not quite He's like as good. Six eight, I don't know. I mean, is he an easier guy to get past for you than well, a both shorter? Six, eight. Is Orlando yeah, Brown 6'8"? Six, six, eight. Eight. Yeah. He's a big dude. No, I know, but I, is what you get I thought McGlinchey played, played the position a little too stand-up-ish. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't disagree with you. Yeah. You think McGlinchey does? Yeah. Yeah. Especially after an injury, you have a tendency to really kind of, um, you know, to rely, to rely on some veteran guile as opposed to actual yeah. skill. And, you know, youth youth provides a lot of uh, energy and and. And the leverage and, and depth, you know, of knee bend. When you start getting a little bit older, that knee Standing bend starts to disappear. Up. The legs yeah. start to become stiff. Then you get turnstile-esque. Not saying that McGlinchey's there. But I see McGlinchey's future, and it's closer than it is than Orlando Brown's yeah. future. Like the end, That's all. Mean, like, listen, yeah. I'm not saying he's not a good player. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying what Sylvia's talked yeah. about. We've talked about for weeks. Yeah. I don't want to reset the market pay-wise for a right tackle with him. I just right. no, pass no. pro is his, is yeah. not a strength. Right. The yeah. left tackle becomes available. The left tackle is the one you want. Yeah, I think so. How about what the Jags silently or, or quietly have done, too? You realize Calvin Ridley has now He's back. been reinstated. So yep. that receiving core is Evan Ingram. Uh, you got Zay Jones, who's playing good football. Kirk, Christian Kirk. Kirk's a good player. And Ridley. Calvin and Ridley. Ridley, if he, you know, he finds... The right I, path here. I He's a think, hell of a player. Because I didn't remember them trading for Calvin yeah. Ridley. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many people do. Yeah. He's a Jag. Calvin Ridley. No, yeah. he's a, a Jaguar. Jaguar. came out wrong. Yeah. Calvin Ridley is a Jaguar, not a Falcon. Yeah. Yes. No. That's, that's correct. It's good. That's well, a pretty I, good I crew. Listen, Calvin Ridley's responsible as a professional football player not to gamble. Yes. You know? Yes. But we talk gambling all made, the time. He yeah. made a mistake. Like, I don't think it was right. that. In the range of... Mistakes you that got the same thing that uh, Alex Karras and uh, Paul Horning, Paul Horning yeah. got same thing. You gamble suspension. on the game. That's it. It's yep. over. One year. Now he's back and still a bye bye. Now he's back. Hopefully, they had trouble and that that offense. That's, that's and a they pretty got, good crew. I, I ranted on this on Friday, but 
you know, you know I'm not saying you Tennessee can't. on the way down after being seven to three. Well, yeah, and and, and you because Yurko was saying like you know can you pull off what Jacksonville pulled off in that one off season? But and I'm not saying you can't do it with a defensive coach, and I'm not saying that it, Matt Eberflus can't be successful. But when it when I, I just wish you'd go offense in this league when everything is about the quarterback, and if you think you have one. You know, it's like, well, I don't understand why Arizona. And Yurko said, well, they, they got burned by Kingsbury. Fine. But that means you go defense when you're trying to figure out Kyler Murray and everything you just paid him. You hire, an, quite yeah, frankly, I, an average defensive coordinator. You, like, that's you, your plan? You it doesn't make a sense. defensive coordinator, you can bring an offensive mind yeah, in. And then he's gone in a year And let two. the offensive mind run the team. But then he's, if he's successful, he's gone in Not two. Not necessarily. You get rid of your defense coordinator and make that guy your head coach. Well, okay. Touche. That's fair. But, you know, but if, yeah, could, if, the team, also have Doug but if the team is so, winning, if no. the team is winning, you're not going to replace your head coach with your offensive yeah, coordinator. Probably not. Your offensive coordinator is going to leave and go probably somewhere else. Not. And it's but, a, like, look, look, if, if everything people, goes great for the Bears, they could face that prospect it's a year a ballsy from now. play, by the way. People wanted Adam Gase to become the Bears head coach. Oh, boy. Remember that? Yes. Oh, we, 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 yeah. we should have hired Adam Gase oh, as the, the head coach. Like, oh, you, know, you know who did that? Exactly what you said, and it burned them a little bit. The Tampa Bay Bucks did it when they fired Lovey Smith. Yeah. yeah. They did exactly what you said, Yurko. Oh. And Cutter wasn't a very good head coach, but mm. that's what they were thinking. Dirk Cutter? Yes. Yeah. So... There is precedent for it, Yurk. Yeah. Lovey doesn't have a job yet. Does he not want a coach? I don't know. Or is his is know. his time got, just passed? Nah, if he's got it, I don't think. I think Lovey still got uh, still got it. I don't think he doesn't have it. I thank God he had it, and he had the yeah he had the gumption in the final game to go ahead and just stick it to his employer. Well, we, I love that, Yurko. You and I have, are on the same page on this. Uh, that's his. That's his Super Bowl. That's what Lovey he does. Has showed though. us that he can win meaningless games. That, when they're and, meaningless, and, and the way boy, he can he get the team muster up an effort, and the way that that game unfolded was Maybe. ridiculous. It was like what fourth and seventeen. Yeah, it was and incredible. He, and he crazy. Chucked a hail yeah, mary. It, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. By the way, the quarterback carousel has already spun. I know Derek Carr. Derek Carr is going to the Saints. Oh, I mean, where is Aaron Rodgers heading? I, the first, I think he's the staying, first domino. Really? Oh, you, I, I think that's the last thing that's I, happening. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think he's I've, staying too. Really? You do. I think that's last. I think he's. I think, I don't think for they the want first him. time. For the first yeah, time, I think they. The I think they're done time. with him. This is the first time I felt like he's not going to be the best quarterback in the. In the conference. I think retirement happens before he goes back and really? plays with them. Yes. With Brady um, retired, he is by far the best quarterback in the conference. By far. He, didn't, not have, even he didn't have a good year last oh, year. Right. What about Jalen Hurts? Hurts? Yeah. He also had a broken thumb. Yeah. Uh, he's better than Jalen Hurts. And I like oh, Jalen, yeah. but come on. Oh, come on. Yeah, he's you, better than Jalen Hurts. Yes. Still? Yes. He's healthy. He's healthy. He's healthy. He has a broken thumb last year. You act like Philadelphia won the Super Bowl. Although I mean, he did play pretty damn he well had in the a Super great Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, he did. Jalen played yeah. awesome. He played awesome. He did. Give me Jalen Hurts. Which quarterback Hurts. sneak did you like? Oh, he's all. Come on, that's not fair. He played great. Some of those throws he, he made, great. he did. He played great. Jalen played great. There were great. some phenomenal yeah. throws. Yeah. I remember the, the complete, complete. I didn't. I didn't know what. I forget he, which ones they ruled he, complete and which ones <laughs> they ruled incomplete. Yeah, he put some balls over corners. He played great uh, to the receiver with the safety there, uh, putting a lot of pressure on his yeah, guys. No doubt. Jalen Hurts completed a lot of nice passes yeah. in the Super Bowl. He was he awesome. I agree with you guys. But, I mean, if I'm Green Bay, I'm still hoping he's back. Cause I, my oh, pass, really? he's, yeah, I would. A lot of my Packer fan friends are done with him. 
Eh, they don't know what it's like. Yeah. Just wait. I know. At least yeah. I hope. Wait Watch Jordan Love be wait awesome. Wait for the Jordan Love experience. Listen, I said wait. this all last if Jordan year. Love, guys, if Jordan Love was awesome, I'm that done. contract would never have been signed. <laughs> I'm done. If yeah. Jordan Love was awesome, that contract doesn't get signed. If last Jordan year. Love is awesome, I can't watch football anymore. That's I can't. I, mean, I, 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 I think I may give up too. I think I would have to it's tap like, out. I, 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 I got to be a fan of darkness. I think too permanently. I can't do it. Listen, I'm not going to lie. There's a little bit of part of me that wants to see him come out and just be awesome. Just to see how everyone responds. And then him go bad. Then him go bad. Screw yourself. Then him go bad. Tommy, I can't do it. But initially coming out in the first month of the season, he's Rex. He's Rex Grossman. Oh, He's, that's okay. He's the NFC player right, of the that. month for September, and then he falls off. Okay. I'll take that. Just Thanks. to watch the eggs. You want to see to me watch score Sylvie it. sweat oh, profusely. Dude. Oh, my God. If he turns out to be awesome, I swear I don't know what I'll do. Oh, I, 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 mean, sweats. I mean, it's just crawling a fetal And then, of position. course, oh, you know, then the, then reality sets in, and, you know. I he, hope he, so. All right, what's up on the show today? So, boys? did you hear what Rich Eisen is uh, is hearing? Rich Eisen went through his top five things that he's heard out of the Combine. Mm. He is reporting, and we will play this coming up next to start the show. And it goes on with the, he cites what Football Morning in America well, Peter, Peter Kane said. Yeah. yeah, the Peter stuff was great with polls, yeah. Well, Rich spent, you know, you heard him going gaga over yeah. some of the quarterbacks I, I heard loved, you guys play. I loved it. Rich Eisen is reporting that the Bears are down the road. On a trade wow. for the number one pick. All right. So this goes with Eisen. all this stuff. Yes, Rich Eisen all from right. the NFL Ford. Network. Who wants to hear from him? Ru- Eisen is good. Run your 40. Rich is Run good. Run your 40. Nobody wants to hear from you. What are you, you talking about? His- That's what I'm telling you. I Run would- your 40. Nobody wants to hear from you. He has a podcast on the NFL. Oh <laughs> he's the, he's like their lead voice. He's like the NFL he's Network. A, he's a mouthpiece. Chief propagandist for the commissioner's uh-huh. office. <laughs> okay, I'll be listening. So, Your so, phone yeah. won't. And, and, and look, you talked about Peter King. Yeah. We have Peter King on He's his five. He's terrible. Good, 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 good. Would you shut up? Good. I love Peter. Peter King on at five. Barstool Big Cat because of spring trading. Good, that guy's yeah. terrible too. He's going to join us at four. Great his coffee, coffee is excellent. Great coffee. It's, why were people busting you saying that you weren't really drinking I don't know. coffee? I, it was on my Instagram. You could see the coffee in the cup in my Instagram feed. On Twitter, I was a so, I, Carm, when you do I that, part of it out. You, but, when you do that, you literally have to get under the, the I don't People can go jump in the lake. I don't Not only care. That, I've seen people taste coffee, and what you got to really do is get around it. And you really got to inhale. Is that how Rich Eisen tells you to do it? No, I mean, Rich Eisen doesn't I, tell I, I me anything because I've never listened to him. What people oh, think. Well, why but, the hate for Rich Eisen? Well, right? Let's talk about coffee But if you right see now. the whole reel I did on Instagram, you don't see that Number on Twitter because it's just the video of me drinking it. But if you see the reel on Instagram, I'm pouring the coffee in the cup. There's nothing in the cup. No, there was. The coffee was in the cup. People are horrible. People are idiots. People are horrible. And that's People all that horrible. matters. People People the horrible. coffee terrible. is People are horrible. legit Rich excellent. Which is the... Uh, Which wh- brand did you get? The Dark Roast. Yeah. The electric... Uh, I love Rich we'll pay, And then I caught shrapnel for not buying the coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got well, By the way, who's well, making Marco Mary toast? Which one? Harry. Is it? Harry. So if Harry uh, is, is is drowning and Rich Eisen's drowning, <laughs> and you, you've got to save one of them. Right. Which one are you saving? I get behind the wheel and I drive away. You're, no. no, no, you have to save no, one. I don't. Or you, you have to save one. If you Rich don't save one, one, you die. Or Harry. I, I take the life check, I cut it in two and throw them each half. You're saving Rich. And pray to the heavens they both sink to the bottom of the ocean. Stop it. What did Rich ever do to what? you? You're saving Rich. What? 
All right, boys. Have a so, great show. So we'll hear from Rich Eyes, and everyone will Rich listen Eyes, except for Yurko. Yurko. We'll be listening to the We'll play the that wall. Artie Berry's right down the road yeah, on a train. Are you tell me, Eisen's coming on today? No, he's no. playing. We're playing you what, he used to join our show quite a bit, didn't he? Forget about it. All right. And he stopped joining our show. Oh, God. That's what I really I'm getting out of here. I have a headset on, and I heard that. I'm getting out of here. It's a parting shot. See ya. Bottle and Sylvia next. You crapped yourself. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Waddle and Sylvie. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN 1000. I got some uh, stuff from Rich Eisen. Boy, there, there continues to be a lot of smoke around the Bears and uh, in early trade, there's not a lot of precedence for it, at least this early. I did like what I heard from Ryan Poles, though, in discussing it. It's like, hey, listen, if he basically said, and I'm paraphrasing, if somebody gives us an offer that we can't refuse, or somebody's really going to pay through the nose, so to speak, then I have no problem with it at all. Who was the first uh, last week to to mention this? The, was, was it Shefty? I think it was Shefty. Yeah, I think so. Shefty came out and said, look, they could make a deal. I think that was the day when he sent out that tweet right at 6 o'clock. And in the story, he talked about a deal could be made here on the earlier side. I think Ryan Poles is pumping every NFL insider with the info. Like, because everybody so. has yeah. reports. And rightfully yeah. so. Yeah. Look, this is how you play the game. Like, he's either using everybody. Including Barstool Big Cat. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to quote some Ryan Pohl stuff here from uh, Football Morning in America. Then we'll play you the Rich Eisen stuff. Uh, and it is good, unless you're Yurko. He's gonna t- he promised us he's going to tell us the story why tomorrow. And why he's got such a hatred there. But this is uh, from Football Morning in America, and Eisen will reference this as well. But, I mean, yeah, Poles is, he, Poles is not going into the Bill Belichick mode of just silence. And I, 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 I think I kind of like the way he's playing it. I don't, like, what's the downside of being open on this regard? Uh, I don't think there's a downside. Uh, like, yeah, my phone's ringing. I got I got a lot of great Listen, offers as, out there. As I've said all along, the greatest the greatest leverage they have is the number one overall pick. We can doll it up with a little of this and a little of that. They have the number one pick. That's the ultimate leverage. I thought uh, this was interesting that uh, Peter King wrote, and again, Peter on at uh, five o'clock with us. That he said, Poles spoke softly but urgently in fifty minutes. So he sat down with him for just short of an hour. He often speaks. So I think that's his presentation. Yeah, He's just yeah. kind of a soft-spoken guy. Right. But, but, but there's a lot of substance there. Or like, like Just because he's speaking softly and he's not animated, it doesn't mean that there's not a lot of good stuff there. And then he goes, um, he said that he had enough conversations about a deal to know in swapping first-round picks this year. He can get a, quote, 24 first-round pick and a 25 first-round pick in a major package for a trade. However far down he goes in the draft this year, Poles wants to be sure he gets a, quote, blue player, his term for a premier first-rounder, and there may be only six or eight of those when the Bears end up setting their board. 
Are we? Uh, well, y- yes. And are we considering the quarterbacks as blue players? Probably not, because you're not in the market for one. I don't know. That's a so, great question. So if you are projecting three or maybe four quarterbacks to go in the top five, then there are going to be, just you do the numbers, down till you know, 10, 11, 12, by their evaluation, you may find a blue chipper at that point. So they may trade further down than initially we thought. Peter King goes on, without disclosing many specifics about the process, it's clear that Polls has enough information to think a trade could come along before the first round kicks off on April 27th, and making it now would require a huge price. This is a quote from Ryan Poles. Quote, should we do this before free agency? And remember, free agency is next week. Or should we wait, he said. I don't know. That's what I've been communicating to teams. I could carry this all the way until we're on the clock the night of the draft. But then there are teams that want some certainty because if I need a quarterback bad, should I do that now when some of these guys like Derek Carr are out there? To me, they've got to go so much more above to do it now. And remember, Derek Carr signed with the, the Saints. Saints today. Well, there, the, the last part of that, that presentation is, is the important part. What was the last line of what he to said? To me, they've got to go so much more above to do it now. There's a premium to do it now. So there's there's the defining moment. If, in fact, somebody goes, well, how did he phrase it? Goes up so far above. And there's more to that line, yeah, too. Yeah. He goes on and he says, quote, I'm not greedy with it. But they're going to have to go above and beyond to close the door now. Yeah. Basically, you're going to have to wow Ryan Poles yeah. to get a deal done now. Because you know how this thing goes. As you get closer to a deadline, another team may say, okay, okay, we're in. We're, we really like this guy. We want to get in front of our competitor. We're willing to give you more. But if a team like Carolina is desperate now, like the owner's been mentioned, then maybe they're willing to offer you now we're doing business now, and here's our package now, and you may not want to turn back on that, and you may want to take it because it's so good now. This is where I think the, the mentality and the personality of the owner has to be factored into the equation. And, the, and Tepper in Carolina, a wildly successful businessman, I believe the second or third most you know, wealthiest of all the NFL owners, was a, you know, a, a hedge fund guy. Um, or even, you know, Ursay, Jim Ursay, who obviously, you know, has been known to shoot from the hip, so to speak. Uh, that's why I think it's important to kind of factor in the mentality and the personality of the owner. And I think that that's why the Colts and the Carolina Panthers, Panthers are further down the line in terms of draft order. I wouldn't rule them out. Because Tepper has no. made it known. Right. Yeah, they, they, they made the coaching change. They brought in Frank Frank Wright. And Tepper's made it known that they want a young quarterback that they can build this thing on going forward. Was it who was it the, the last young quarterback that they were dealing with? Was it Sam Darnold? Then they trade for Sam Darnold. That didn't go anywhere. No, no, right. And so, I mean, like, even though he was young, it's not like an initial young quarterback, right? You know I, what I mean. The other thing that I draw from all of this too, and then I got to play. Remember, I got to okay. play Rich Eisen because that's the newsy part of this. I'm just saying that what whatever I hear from Ryan Poles tells me. That he's not looking just for capital this year, but he's looking for capital down the line because he's looking at building this thing for the long term. So he wants something for this year, but it's going to be important for him, whatever deals he makes, 
the future is going to play a huge part in the decisions he makes. Here's Rich Eisen. So this is this is the guy on the NFL Network. Uh, this is Rich Eisen, who has spent the week in Indy. This is a guy who's got all of these NFL reporters, Ian Rappaport. Remember, we joked last week and, and like if, on Friday when we were on in the morning, we laughed about what did Ian Rappaport mean by significant, significant interest, two significant interest uh, lines about the Bears getting significant, significant interest. And he doubled down on that this weekend by saying there's still significant interest. Only one significant. Yeah. Interest. But there are, there are, like, he's got Rappaport at his disposal. He's got Daniel Jeremiah at his disposal. He's running into general managers uh, all over town, whether it's there at the workouts, whether it's off-site at different restaurants. This is a guy who's plugged in. So this is Rich Eisen on his show today on some of the rumors he has heard. And this is what he reported today on the NFL Network. The Bears are already long down the road. Of trading the first oh. overall pick. Teams have been identified. Compensation is being hammered out. Wow. Yeah. And I, and sure enough, I saw Ryan Poles say today, I believe in Peter King's Football Morning in America column, if I'm not mistaken, saying that, hey, teams kind of want to know maybe before free agency begins if they have a draft pick high enough to take a kid. And if a team wants that quarterback certainty this early in the process, they're going to have to pay for it. Man, Poles is playing this thing like a virtuoso so far, as far as I'm concerned. So I hear the Bears are already long down the road in trading this first-round draft choice. So what does that mean? Does that mean a deal's coming here soon? Like According to Rich. That's what Rich is hearing. Like, could so many different people... Who are reporting the this this story? There's so much smoke from different reports and reporters that are reporting the same thing. Like, I, I, I now we we can't be shocked when this happens, right? No, uh, I still believe that if in fact it does happen, it will be for a tremendous haul because the GM has already told you I'm willing to trade this pick now. But you're going to have to go over and above Does, what most people would consider to be a good deal. You told us the story about the young bull and the old bull, about right. not rushing down the hill. Like, get, get in on everybody here. Would that disappoint you? Or if the Bears do get what, like, and that's another good topic for our, our, our fans, 312-332-3776. Do you like the general managers out there publicly telling Peter King on Football Morning in America that he has an offer on the table for a 24 first-round pick. You know, that would obviously be a swap of the first-round pick this year. A 24 first-round pick and a 25 first-round pick. Do you like that he's out there telling people that? Is Or is he creating leverage here? Um, What's is, the downside? Is, is, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't think there is any downside. You create as big a market for this thing as possible. I've always said that I believe that they will wait until free agency unless somebody knocks their socks off. If somebody comes out and knocks your socks off, and that's what Ryan Poles talked about, then I have no objection as a fan to them trading the pick now. As long as you look at that, and then you have to ask yourself the question, what would that look like? What would that look like to you worthy of of making the deal now? Yeah. Do you believe the Bears are down the road? 
Rich Eisen saying the Bears are down the road. Compensation is being hammered out with multiple teams. A deal could come soon. All these different reporters have said this. Um, and, and would that be the right way to play it? 312-332-3776. Maybe this thing won't go till April. Maybe this thing gets done in March. Is Ryan Poles playing this thing right? We'll continue to take your phone calls. Uh, Barstool Big Cat sat down with Ryan Poles. We've got more Ryan Poles stuff to play for you. And does multiple quarterbacks having good weekends uh, hurt or help the Bears? I heard Meller talking about that this weekend on his show with Hanley. I want to get into that. A lot of football to discuss and the quarterback carousel thing uh, getting figured out. With Derek Carr, the first domino to fall, he is going to New Orleans. So we'll talk about all of it. It's Waddle and Sylvie, 312 332 3776. Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Basically, in a week, that's when um, the tampering and the negotiating starts. When will the first deals start to leak out? Next week, next Wednesday? No, I, I think Monday. I think it's a week that's from today. Monday. I think Sylvie's right. Traditionally, Look. it's the tampering oh, you day. You sign. You sign on yeah. Wednesday. Okay. I think everything. I think everything starts on Monday. And even like, who knows? I I, I, I always forget. Like, if it's even Sunday night, if stuff will leak. But well, it's, yeah, it's, it's changed it's a bit leak. over the years. There yeah. were there was a a time when they didn't have legal tampering and so immediately as soon as free agent would like the clock would strike you we would, would start get right getting work the deals are done like exactly. this deal in agreement this deal in agreement and so they changed it to create that legal tampering period so but we, but, we still as exactly. soon as it opens we still get yes. this this deal is done at least in agreement and i think in the past couple of years we've had deals in agreement and then haven't uh, guys backed out of that agreement in the last couple of well, years? Yeah. And remember, the Bears and had Larry Ogunjobi, yeah. too. Right. That's true. Yeah, that happened. Like, I think that's a good example of it. Because once the league year then began, it was in agreement. And then once the league year starts, that's when you can get the physical. You can't, t- you can't get your hands on the player <laughs> until the league year starts. I get my hands on you. Uh, and, uh, and well, the dominoes are already it, falling. Because Derek Carr is signed with the Saints. Right. That means that the Jets still are in the hunt maybe for Aaron Rodgers, who still hasn't decided whether or not he's coming back. Where's Jimmy Garoppolo going to go? To go? I believe tomorrow is the final day to actually place the franchise tag on a player, correct? So what are the Baltimore Ravens going to do yep. with Lamar Jackson? Mm-hmm. I don't believe Lamar Jackson will be a Raven. Neither do I. Neither do I. I believe, like, this is just wild. This is wild predicting now. I would say to you, <clears throat> I think I, I think Rodgers will end up in New York. I think that Atlanta seems to be the hot spot for, for Lamar. Lamar, because I think Atlanta, I think with that offense, they will be more than happy to give up a couple of first-round picks and a lot of money to the Ravens, and I think the Ravens will take it. And I think Jimmy G will end up in... 
Tennessee? Maybe there's a little Patriot connection there. I don't know. No, it's fascinating, too, because Lamar, that does affect the Bears a little bit. If you're a team that's in the market for a young quarterback, I'd be interested in paying Lamar and only giving up two firsts as opposed to the asking price that uh, Ryan Poles put out in Peter King's column this morning. So 24 and 25 first as well as swapping 23 firsts? Yeah, because you're essentially giving up three. Have, but then you end up giving away 20, 25% of your salary cap to one play. You've got a proven commodity in Lamar, don't you? You do, but you still have a guy that's missed a considerable amount of time the last two years, which would concern me. I'm not going to lie. The talent is obvious. Everyone keeps saying because they were in it, they thought they had Deshaun Watson. I was listening to yes, Dan get the Falcons up. did. Right. And yeah. so this is a, obviously a much... Um, a guy who is way out of trouble has never had any no. off the field issues. Well, he's more accomplished as an NFL quarterback too. Lamar, I mean, Lamar's he, a former he, MVP. He, I know Deshaun Watson was very, very I good before DeMar- the, yeah, the I love Desha- the field Deshaun Watson. I'm just saying, based on accomplishments, like Lamar Jackson's resume is better than than Deshaun. We can have the conversation going forward. He's got the, the high point, his, right? Yeah. He's got the high point as far as. Uh, uh, in MVP, but has he been the better passer? Uh, Deshaun well, Watson had some really good he, numbers, he hasn't did. he? And he wasn't very good this past year for no, you know, no, 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 difficult uh, season. Right. Um, I, I'm talking pre-trouble. Like, I'm Houston. just talking about in terms of their resumes. Lamar Jackson's resume is better than Deshaun Watson's. Now, Deshaun Watson's career was obviously... It was interrupted by his off-the-field stuff. Right. If you gave me the choice between two of them with right now, without any baggage, without any baggage, I would probably take Deshaun Watson because there's less mileage on the body. But I think that I don't think. I mean, at the end of the day, I think you know this is a semantical argument. But I believe that that Lamar Jackson is very appealing to the Atlanta Falcons, who, as you said, did believe that they had a deal with Deshaun Jack or Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, yeah. So, so the, the, the listen, the, the carousel is going to spin quick. And already there's, there's been one, one off the board. Right. And so, so I, like, obviously the teams that we know are going to be in. So there are, what, four quarterbacks out there that are going to get drafted in the first round, right? Yes. So we know the Texans are going to draft a quarterback. We know the Colts are going to draft a quarterback. We think the Seahawks possibly could draft a quarterback. In the first? Or are you just saying in general? Well, I mean, like, they've made noise that they may. It depends. I don't know. I think they're kind of a maybe. Yeah, they're a right. maybe. Um, the, the Raiders are a maybe. They, they could mm-hmm. draft a quarterback, depending on if the Falcons get Lamar. Listen, that's where Jimmy G may go. Jimmy G may go to uh, to Las Vegas. Are He's they, obviously familiar with Josh McDaniel. The, the Panthers may, uh, it, it, depending yes. on they they've been mentioned as the landing spot for Rodgers too. I believe that that I believe that the Carolina Panthers are totally in the market for drafting a young quarterback, drafting a one of these these guys, a long term guy. I think the Colts and the Panthers are the two teams to watch. Yeah. Because of they're both connected. I've always talked about this with their head coach now too. The head coach was in in Indy, and he was a part of getting burned every year trying to make that one year stopgap 
veteran yeah. work for him. He got fired over it. He got fired trying to make Matt Ryan work this year. Yeah. Now he's in Carolina, and he knows he needs a long-term guy. The Colts know they need a long-term guy because they were the franchise where that happened. So I think those two teams are, and then, of course, the Texans want to maybe uh, jump those other teams from jumping them. Panthers so are obvi- choice. The Panthers are obviously a team to focus on here. Because, again, remember, it's going to cost more to jump up from where are they, eight? Are they eight? It's going to cost nine. you more, or nine. It's going to cost you more to go from nine to one than it is two to one. Right, right. Or even four to one. So if you're going to make that leap, it's going to cost you a ton. So three one two three three two three seven seven six. If you want to weigh in, I, I, again, I've said this from the start. I don't believe I'm overstating it when I believe this is, A, the most important Bears offseason ever with the stadium, with them hiring the new Bears president, with the number one pick and the most free agency money all in the same offseason. And I also believe this is the opportunity for Ryan Poles to do some of the most creative general managing we have seen in years uh, with all these trades, setting up perhaps uh, a, a team in a couple of years to be really, really good. And he could he could fail, or he, we could be talking in two years from now that this man did some of the most creative general managing we have ever seen. And I don't think that's overstating either of those things. Our guy Barstool Big Cat, who we are talking to in an hour from now, will uh, also sat down with Ryan Pulse. Some fun stuff from them. He sat down with Poles and with Eberflus. We'll play that for you coming up next.